When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me bang I do let you bang. Let me bang you, Jesus. Let me you, Let you bang. 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 For your favorite mixed martial arts podcast, recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? What's up, people? Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. Adam Hunter. I'm here. We got a great show today. We got Fry. We got McCorkle. We got Bill Dawes coming in. I don't know where they are. I like your haircut, Bill. I actually like it. Tough guy. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Is, is, was that for a role or is that just for you? I mean, I'll be completely honest. I was up for a part on uh, the new Walking Dead. And I was oh, like, wow. I'm going to get a mohawk for this callback. And then I didn't get the part. So now I feel like an asshole. Hey, that's a huge show. I, I, thought, I thought it was over that show. They just keep doing like. Walking Dead New York. It's like Real Housewives. It's like Walking uh, Dead Atlanta, Walking Dead New York. Want to hear a crazy story? That uh, that guy's wife, um, uh, the guy from the, the the main guy on the Walking Dead. Yeah, Norman Reedus. Oh, Norman Reedus. Yeah, his friend, his wife is the sweetest woman. Her name is Diane. Diane Kruger, huge actress, and like hell. Oh, yeah, she's like Helena Troy and all this stuff, right? All this. So, um. During COVID, I had I was with my 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 uh, daughter, and we and we were going to this like thing called Zugo, which is like for kids, like a, a whole music class. Yeah. So I'm always like running late. I always forget the bottle. I always forget something, right? I I just you know I me. Mean, I'm d- dad guy, right? So this woman kept like giving me stuff, like hey oh oh I forgot my applesauce, and like my kid was playing with her kid, and they were playing and playing and playing, and she was so nice, and um and she kept saying like oh you know. Uh, Oh, me and my partner, we talk about like our, um, I'm married and she had a partner. So I figured she was a lesbian, right? Because people that say yeah. partner are usually lesbians, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so it was like during COVID, right? And I'm like, I go to my wife, I come home. And I'm like, hey, we, we met some, I met some nice woman and they got a, a cute kid. And I think, she's, I think she's a lesbian, my partner, blah, blah. And all of a sudden this woman comes with like an invitation, like, and like, not her, like the woman that like the the the, uh, the nanny, super nice nanny, and she's like, "You're invited to, like Chateau Marmont at Diane and Norman's house, blah blah blah." It was like a petting zoo and this and that, and I'm like, "This is so weird, right?" So we go there, and then I'm like, and then I Google the names. I'm like, "Dude, this is Diane Kruger and the guy from The Walking Dead." Like this is uh, so then we became like great friends. Like she, I mean, we were friends anyway. Wow. I mean, we were friends regardless. Yeah. But she's like, I'm over my house and like we had like a trampoline and she's hopping on the trampoline with her daughter. <laughs> I'm like, I never thought I'd have Helen of Troy on my. I know. 
You know, like was your wife okay with it? Was your wife like? I mean, she's the most beautiful woman in the world, arguably. <laughs> my wife, thank you. Uh, my wife, my wife is very beautiful. I, I um, I, I, yeah, because there was no um, it was super like she's very she's a class act. It was it wasn't like flirty hot mom. It was like yeah. super sweet. I think she's from Germany. I don't know. It just didn't. She, th th those vibes were not given, you know? Yeah, like, imagine, you know, like, imagine your wife like, I met this really nice guy at school, and it's like, comes over to Chris Evans. She'd be like, what the fuck? Dude, my wife gets nervous, like, annoyed if I hang out with a girl that I'm like, you think I would go for her, you know? But then <laughs> Diane Kruger, like, like, like nothing. Like, 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 <laughs> I, I think she probably thought that I, I couldn't get her, you know? I think, I think that, yeah. but she was so nice. And then I would go to ballet and it would be me and Norman watching our, our kids do ballet. Like, yeah. me and the guy from The Walking Dead. Norman's a funny dude, too. I used to know Norman back in New York. Yeah, super nice guy. Like, just, just, just super classy people. And, you know, legendary, legendary, um, He's apparently got a legendary hog, but uh, oh, speaking of Doc <laughs> Fry, uh, but he um, but it was also like she'd be calling me sometimes for like, like how do how do I potty train my kid? And I'm, I'm like sending her like like the potty princess books, like you read a book and like your kid goes on the toilet and wears a crown, and then you and then like that was how to get it like the potty train. It's called the Is potty that kid. Me, me, me. <laughs> and I'm still some potty train. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called the Potty Princess. She'll love it. And then she was like, "My kids got 103. It was during COVID. She was asking me for like, and I'm like, man, like, uh, she's in bad shape. But she's asking me, but she, no, she was a very, very sweet people. Um, Don, how are yeah. you doing? I'm okay, partner. I don't have the exciting life you have, but I'm doing okay. <laughs> About the Potty Princess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but meanwhile, so. Uh, Bill Dawes, what's going on with you? Nothing. Just got out of just got out of jujitsu where I'm a terrible black belt. It's nice being mediocre at something, you know. Well, you, but you, you, you just got your black belt like a year ago, right? Um, yeah, like a year and a half almost. At this point, yeah. So I mean, it, it takes a while. It's like well, you're almost mediocre as a comedian, right? So you know, <laughs> give me five more years. Don't get mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Don, what would you do if you had a friend, right? Who like anytime you get something? I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Okay, so let, <laughs> now, let's say you had this friend, right? Who's a really good friend, and you have him on your podcast, and you love the guy, and you consider him like one of your best friends, actually, right? Uh, right. And the guy happens to have a show at the Laugh Factory, which is like the hottest show on Wednesday nights, right? And he's always calling you up and like, "Hey, man, can you help me get in this club or that club?" And you're recommending him all the time for shit. And he has this Laugh Factory show. And he's never asked you to do it. Uh, would you feel slighted in any bit? Uh... Oh, absolutely! Yeah, oh, I mean, guy's right. been using you. I mean, guy's been using you for years, you know. And, and uh, he, he gets he gets his foot in the door, you know, and he slams it on you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let me just be in defense of this hypothetical guy. First of all, this hypothetical guy does not book the show. Oh, okay. I have two other people book the show. Oh, I don't book the show. Uh, that being said, that being said, Adam, if you're like, can I do this day? I will uh, make sure to get you on. Okay, so I have to ask you. Okay, got it. Okay, all right. Yeah, you can park your bag. You can park cars. You can park cars at the valet that night, you know. Because, Adam, I don't book. I honestly oh. don't book. Oh, you don't yeah. book? Him? So, oh, all right. No, but if you, because the truth is, mm. I have the relationship with Jamie. They don't. 
So they're just using my relationship with Jamie to produce a show. Yeah. I wasn't going to bring yeah. No, no, Adam, it's totally fair. So just tell me what night and I'll make sure you're on it. All right, tonight. So I'll be there tonight. You want to do next week? I'm gone for a month. I'm, I'm leaving on Sunday. No. For, uh, I'm going to South Africa, India, uh, and Egypt. With, uh, oh, with Russell Peters. And you're worried about this goofy little showcase show. <laughs> um, have you ever you. been there? Don, you ever been to South Africa? No, I heard you don't go out after night. Just, they don't they don't even let you out of the hotel after the sun goes down. So if somebody tries to get to go out at night, don't do it. Have you been there, Bill? Bill? Yeah. What's it like? I might have done the same leg. It, I did I did uh Johannesburg, Durban, uh Cape Town. Yeah. Jo Johannesburg was the scary part where everyone had bulletproof windows on their cars. And they were like, oh, yeah, we can't drive at night or we'll get carjacked and raped. That's like what every woman said. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, Cape Town is beautiful if you go there. Who did you do it with? Jamie Kennedy. Oh, nice. Was Jamie Back a big in the day. Um, At that time, because this was like my first year in comedy. It was like 2007. I think he was pretty big then, yeah. Yeah. I like Jamie Kennedy. He happens to be a nice guy. So yeah. have you guys seen this show, American Nightmare on Netflix? Yes. Don, no. have you seen this? No. It's about no. your penis. It's about your penis. No, no. Okay. <laughs> so, if I ever look, so this this documentary, and I, I'm gonna ruin it in case anybody wants to watch it. I don't care. Yeah, spoiler. But okay. you know, fuck your. How do you how do you talk about something and not give away the ending, right? But anyway, yeah. it's about this girl that was kidnapped, right? And no one believed her. They all blamed the boyfriend, and she told this elaborate story. He told the same story. And they basically, she went on the news and they were saying that she was a hoax and this and that. Turns out she was telling the truth. And there were all these women in Northern California that were kidnapped in the exact same way. And the guy who did it was an ex-Marine um, who went to Harvard, Harvard, Law yeah. Harvard Law School, right? And if you ever think cops are, look, I'm not for defunding the police. I think you have to pay the police 10 times more than what you're paying them because you're getting shitty police. You're getting people yes. that don't want to do it because they're like, why would I take this job? I make no money. Don, I thought the cop, look, a couple months ago, about a, a year ago, somebody drove into my house. Yeah. July 4th, a drunk driver crashed in my house, fled the scene. I got outside. I'm like, are you okay? He's like, I'm good. He takes off running. It was a black guy. It was about like, Midnight, right? Uh, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't really so you get, didn't a get a, You didn't get a visual, yeah. <laughs> I did not get a good look at this guy. Didn't get a good look at this guy. And I was like, hey, man, are you okay? He's like, I'm okay. And he takes off running, right? And I was like, where are you going? And he just takes off. So I found the guy in, in 12 seconds because his car was there. So I looked up the registration. Right. I Googled his mom. It was his mom's car. 12 seconds. They did not find the guy. Okay, in in four, I, I I was calling the police. The guy the guy picks up the phone. Volunteer sheriff. I'm like off. Oh, right? I'm like, uh, hey, uh, I go, hey, do you guys know case number three, four? Uh, hold on, let me write this down. Then I had to go to a police lineup with my kid, right? And, and they, I thought it was maybe like a lineup of like like in the movies, like in Usual Suspects. They held up pictures of six different people, right? And they're like, uh, which, which one did it? And I'm like. <laughs> Like, I saw the guy for four seconds. And then it goes, yeah. keep in mind, he could have grown facial hair or a beard or shaved. I'm like, honestly, I have no idea. So because I couldn't pick the person out 
And he hit two right. people before me. He hit two people before me. They 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 closed the case. So right. oh my gosh. Now these cops on this documentary are worse. They're fucking worse. They were telling this guy, Don, they're like, look, you failed a lie detector test. They told the girl she had been raped. They were like, oh, uh, we didn't find any evidence of uh, non-consensual sex. Like, I've never seen police like this. And the guy's ex worked for the FBI. So they're saying maybe there was some weird shit that went on there. But Bill, have you ever seen cops like this? No, I, I think it's good to finally have like one true crime documentary where it's like a fake hoax. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, like it actually happened. Cause usually it's all about fucking hoaxes and people trying to get away with it. There's people who did nothing. Right. I've never seen a, a two. So I don't know what that means, but I thought it was, uh, I thought it was interesting that the one woman who connected it was like some like Mexican lady in like a small town, like 80 miles away. Who's like, wait a minute. I know a lesbian. I think she was a lesbian too, because she was like, my girlfriend got sexy. I was hoping she would steal the girl at the end, because like, <laughs> like, like. But man, Don, if you want to see a good documentary on Netflix, yeah, watch American Nightmare, uh, yeah. and then and then go on TikTok because black people on TikTok are the funniest when it comes <laughs> to a crime documentary. Cause they're like, oh hell no, let me get this straight, and they just start yelling at they start yelling at you. You'll never it. get a more honest opinion than a black person on TikTok on a true crime. I love history. it. They just start the going. Go the, the best part is people who go, the guy's like, look, I didn't do it. I don't know what happened. Like, bullshit. Look at the way he's saying that. If you were, if you were innocent, you wouldn't talk that way. Like everyone say like, oh, the way they're talking is proof that they're guilty. Oh, they're like, yo, why is he going like this? Or why is he holding <laughs> his ring? Like everyone's a fucking expert, dude. But this one black girl was like, first of all, honey, I owe you an apology. Like, she's apologizing on TikTok. <laughs> I'm like, this, this... Here's the worst part about it, Adam. They sued, and they got $2.5 They should be able to sue for, like, 50 fucking million. Yeah. To have yeah, their yeah. name all over the press like that as, as hoaxer. And there's another documentary I watched, actually. The We Are the World. Have you seen this one? Yes, I saw it last night. It's so funny, yeah. Well, Don, did you see this one? No. So you know the song, We Are the World? We are the yeah. world. We are the children. Right. So, all right, right. So I like the whole making of it, right? Um, yeah. And the Michael Jackson part is the funniest shit. So Lionel Richie is writing the song with Michael Jackson. They have like 48 hours to write a song that the whole, every, you know, Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen, uh, like every bit, Willie Nelson. They're all going to, Tina Turner. Steve Perry. Steve Perry. They're all going to. Now that it's summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for sunny, active days. I, I know I am, okay? And Factor, which is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Now, number two, number one, it can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered right to your door. You'll save time, you'll eat well, and you'll stay on track reaching your goals, okay? Are you too busy with summer plans to cook? I am. It takes me forever to cook, and I ruin the meals. But I want to make sure that I'm eating well, and so should you. Well, with factors, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping and the prepping and the cleaning, okay? While still getting the flavor and the nutritional quality you need. The factor is fresh, never frozen. Ew. Uh, their meals are ready in just two minutes. That's right, two minutes. Although when I do stuff in two minutes, 
My wife complains, okay? But not with Factor. All you got to do is heat and enjoy and then get back outside and soak up this warm weather. Vitamin D, all right? Looking for calorie conscious options this summer? You can try the delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. That's 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 nothing. That's you burn that off I don't know, jogging, all right? You need an extra boost to support your wellness goals this summer? I do. I'll try the Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein. Hell yeah. Get get rough. Look at, look at these guns, people. All right? So check it out. Check out Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash roasted50 and use code roasted50 and get 50% off your first box. That's half off your first box. That's code roasted50 at factormeals.com slash roasted50 to get 50% off your first box. All right. Check it out. You're going to thank me later. I got this cute dog. She's she's teething right now, uh, but she's she's adorable. All right. No more biting. We got to get some chew toys. So thank you guys so much. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day and check out Factor right now. Yeah. So, so he starts writing it and Michael Jackson's like, no, let's play with my chimp bumble bubbles. Right. So he starts. <laughs> Dude, then they're writing it, and all of a sudden you hear, shut up, woof, woof, shut up, woof, woof. And he's like, Lana's like, what's going on? And Michael Jackson's like, oh, my dog is fighting with my parrot <laughs> because, because <laughs> the, the parrot can talk and the dog can't, right? So then they finally write it, right? And like they write it in like this brilliant song, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, Lionel Richie's like, the records start falling off. They start falling off the shelf. Like, and he's like, what's going on? And he, they hear his, and then this, his snake comes out. Like he's got a fucking Python. <laughs> and Michael Jackson's like, Oh, my snake wanted to meet you. He was missing. Dude. Like, like dude, then, right. Then of course they don't have the song written. So everyone has their own version. Right. So Stevie wonder halfway through it starts singing Swahili. Right. He says, <laughs> of course, so he starts singing Swahili and Waylon Jennings just gets up and leaves. He goes, <laughs> he goes, they don't speak Swahili where I'm from. <laughs> just fucking <laughs> I mean, solid point. <laughs> he never came back. He never came back. So, uh, so okay, that yeah. was that was crazy. So Brendan Schaub announced that he's quitting comedy on the road. Uh, I, I wanted no. to have. I wow, to have, that that just says just a bit, big letdown for all the people on the planet. And now, if anyone should be here for this announcement, it's McCorkle, the one. Oh that, my God, he must be drunk celebrating right now. So listen, uh, Brendan Schaub. First, the uh, everyone said prayers for Brendan Schaub's kid. His kid had surgery. I don't know what kind of surgery. It was very vague, but I. What? I hope his kid's okay. Uh, yeah. you know, that's number one. That's awful. And I, you know, as a parent, fuck. Um, but then he said, "Hey, may want to open. May want to open with that next time." You know? Well, well, then, but then he said, <laughs> like, but then like two days later, he said, uh, he said, um, you know, I'm not quitting comedy in L.A. or California, but I'm done with the road. I'm done with the road. Which, I mean, first of all, like. You, you're very fortunate enough to be done with the road, you know, because that's yeah, exactly a lot Poor of times guy, you're done with the road. Yeah. I mean, most comics want to do the road, first of all, uh, in a lot of ways, because the road is where you get good. That's where you prepare. 
But look, man, I mean, I mean, look, I give Shab credit for a guy who never did comedy to then become a headliner it, uh, and then have a special in like two years is unprecedented, unheard of. That being said, you know, your first hour is always the easiest because it's all and yeah. always the best usually. But then when people yeah. have heard your first hour, then you got to do your second hour. And that's fucking hard because you have expectations. Yeah. And that's when you have to do the road because you have to work shit out. So I don't yeah. know if he wants to, he, I don't know if he wants to skip that process or or what, or maybe he, his kid got sick and he wants to spend more time with his kid, which, you know, makes total sense. But uh, I mean, if you want to be a good comic, there's really no way around the road um, because you're not going to get the yeah. time in LA. In LA, you're not going to get, 30 minutes. If you don't get 45 minutes, you're not going to get an hour. You're not going to get two hours. You're not going to get five hours a weekend. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, we'll see, you know. Yeah. I, I Also, like, what is the point of that announcement? Did he have to cancel a whole tour that was already set up? I think he canceled like a week because of his kid. And then he just said, I'm done with the, I'm done with, I'm done with the road. So he uh, had a whole tour set up. They had to cancel. That's look, one thing. But just announcing that is like, who gives a fuck, dude? Yeah. I, and of course, and then people were like celebrating it. And there was a whole Reddit thread. <laughs> and people are tagging me. And I'm like, listen, I've never, I've honestly have never seen five minutes of this guy's comedy. Like, and it's me not, either. And it's yeah. not like, and, it's, am I. And, I'm, and I'm not saying it to be like a dick. I just, I just don't really watch a lot of comics. Like the only time I really yeah. watch comedians is when I'm at a club or yeah. the comic goes on before me. Or it's somebody that I'm like, you know, it's like a, a Mark Norman or, or, you know, some or like Dangerfield or somebody where I'm like, I got to see Chappelle, where I'm like, I got to yeah. see this, you know? Um, yeah. It's just, uh, it is what it is. Uh, now, that being said, I was on the road over the weekend and some of these features, right, are hilarious. Like there was one feature that I had from Canada. His name is Andrew Ironic. And his whole thing was like, he went up there and for 10 minutes just said abortion's a sin. <laughs> Dressed up as a priest. <laughs> like get it? And everybody was just confused. Um Bill Burr told me one time he was in Ohio and the feature just to make him laugh started doing sit-ups and said, This is the sit-up. Because it, it was like crowd was all fat and like out of shape. <laughs> like, <laughs> um that's pretty funny. I had this girl, I worked in Texas last week. This girl has spinal bifida. Uh name is Lila. Really sweet girl. Really pretty. Oh, she, I know Lila. Yeah. She looks like a Ariana Grande with spinal bifida. Like she actually played yeah. Ariana Grande. But and she's funny too. She's always on Alex Jones. She's like a far right. Um because she refused the vaccine. Because why should she get the vaccine? She's got fucking spinal bifida. Like, yeah. Right. But they were trying to make her get the vaccine to be in comedy clubs. Like she got banned from comedy clubs for not taking the shot. I'm, I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like you don't even know what this vaccine really. It's only been out for whatever. Yeah. This girl's got all kinds of problems. Like, and she had blood clots, and she had this. That. Yeah, you gotta give her a pass for the <laughs> vaccine. You know what I mean? But I was, I was fucking with her. I, got, I was like, get up for Lila. She's a walking tripod. Like I, I just kept like, and she's got, but she's she's driving me back to my hotel, and she has a booster seat, right? She's, yeah. And and like in like the front seat because she can't, she's small, yeah. so she's got to sit in yeah. like a, a kid seat, and she almost hits somebody within three seconds, almost kills, oh, no. almost kills somebody, and I'm screaming, why? Because the, the guy in the bike can like touch the car, like she's she's yeah. right, and this guy's about, 
he's about to kill somebody, right? <laughs> and like she's like, I'm she's like, I'm sorry, I'm in a fucking booster seat. What do you want? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. Yeah, oh, she's been, she's been doing comedy for a while too. I I remember her when I started. Now a couple years. She's only been doing like five six years, but uh, oh really? Okay. She, she found like a real niche. Her and this girl Chrissy Marr. Um, they're always on like Infowars and stuff, and like uh, you know, there, there's like uh, I I kind of like how people are finally. I mean, not finally, but allowing right. allowing differences of mm -hmm. opinions in comedy. Cause it seemed like for a while, if you were like a, a Republican or you were and you were for Trump or whatever, they had no place for you in, in, yeah. in certain comedy. Clubs. Seemed like it. That's the way it was. What are you talking about? Seemed yeah. like it. Should they shut you down? Yeah. But now it's like if you want to perform at the mothership, you have to think the moon landing was fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm wondering yeah. if the Ben Shapiro rap song. Was like I think that might have went too far. Now it's like the other way. I think that might have been like what's it? Jump the shark, you know? Like, <laughs> did you see that he had a number one rap song in the country? Yeah, I saw that. Um, him. And I wish he was a little bit better as a rapper because uh, I would have enjoyed it. Oh uh, no, I knew it. So uh, anyway, rest in peace to my friend Jesse Jane who died over the weekend. You ever hear oh, Jesse yeah. Jane, Don? No. So. When I first moved to LA, uh, Tripoli, Sam, I was broke. Tripoli got me, Sam Tripoli got me a job as the warm up comic for Night Calls. And it was this show where it's hosted by two porn stars, Jesse Jane and Kirsten Price. They're butt naked. And there's about 20 girls behind you, scissoring, like making out with each other, having sex on a pole, dancing. And the, the writer for it, was Tom Green's writing partner, this guy Derek. <laughs> so it was beyond goofy. It was the go it was the goofiest, funniest, most ridiculous. And they had like what was it on? It was on Playboy TV, right? And and they would have and every topic was like, hey, you know, how to cheat and get away with it. Like, girls, if your man cheats, don't don't leave him. Blow him harder. I mean, it was just all written so fucking ridiculous, right? Like and they had like a dick competition where they had a guy with like one inch penis and then another guy versus uh, versus Mandingo. And like, so they hired me to do warm up. So I'm making the crowd laugh <laughs> during the, when they go to commercials. Right. And no one wants to be seen there. Like, cause everyone's like either a relative or a friend. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, where are you from? And people are like, get out of my face. You're, you're, you're blocking the fucking naked girls. Like at one point, I had a, a competition where they had a girl, they had a they had a talent competition, and the girl was a classically trained violinist, and she played Mary Had a Little Lamb with her vagina, right? Mary. Whoa. And it was amazing. And then they told me, they're like, hey, listen, when you come in today, they're gonna have a girl play Mary Little Lamb with her vagina. I I don't I, I don't want the crowd going, woo, I want light claps. Like I want that. And I'm like, where do you ever get instructions like this? Like, like what? Anyway, so Jesse Jane is the host, right? What's up? By the way, Grant Dawson just joined us. So Jesse Jane is the host, and she couldn't have been cooler. Sweet, fun, beautiful, and uh, and I I had such a crush on her, right? And uh, yeah. and and then at the time I was like dating this other porn star, it's called Kaylani Lay, and I and she told me she goes, I don't care how many bitches you have, I want to be your number one bitch, right? And I was like, well, I want to be your number one dick today. You know, like, I don't, I don't want to call anybody, right? So, 
Anyway, so right. I knew Jesse would like tell Kehlani if I was good and bad, or whatever. Anyway, so I show up one day and Jesse's all over me. Like she's like, hey, blah, blah, blah. Let me see your penis and all this shit. And I was like, it was in front of people. I'm like, I'm not gonna whip out my dick. Like I'm at work, number one. Number two, there's like, I'm not a porn star, but they had me do comedy on it, right? So I'm doing comedy on the show. And uh, and afterwards, she's like, oh, you're so funny, so funny. And then she like, <laughs> drops to her knees, right? Like ready to like, what? like suck me up. I sent you the video, right? And I was like, uh, uh, later, after the show, I totally pushed out. I'm not going to get a blowjob on, on television. I just, I have like, I have a career, you know? No, no, no. But I'm pretty sure the director told her to do that. Like, hey, see if you can get Adam about it. Like, this is how fucking crazy they were. Anyway, uh, I saw her years later. And we were at a party and she was on drugs and it just wasn't the same. It was like, uh, you know, it was just, it kind of. How did she die? Did she, she, die? Die she died. I think she, her and her boyfriend had fentanyl overdose last oh, God. Um, and So rest in peace, Jesse Jane. Should I cut that story from the podcast? My wife's going to listen to this. Um, uh, did no. I say Yeah. <laughs> it's in a distant past, the distant past. <laughs> yeah, this is distant. But anyway, I I like tell my wife, I'm like, hey Bree, Jesse, my friend died. She's like, I'm sorry. She's like, yeah, she's the one that wanted to see my. She goes, I don't give a fuck. Well, don't tell me this shit. Like, like, so, I had I had nowhere to tell. Anyway, Grant Dawson, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on the show. I think I jumped in right at the exact <laughs> correct time. So Grant Dawson, by the way, Don Fry and Bill, he's what? You're 18 and two. I'm 20 and two. 20 and hell yeah. The guy is a monster. He was, he was, uh, he was at, at Missouri and he was a great wrestler, wrestled in college, worked at an old age home where at the after, after graduating, mm. he was like a nurse for old people. Uh, and then he moved to American Top Team, joined ATT and was on a fucking tear. And then he, he was, he was beating everybody, beat Michael Madsen, beat like some, like, or Mark Madsen. Now, Michael Madsen, I think, is an actor, but Movie Mark. Actor, Madsen, yeah. He beat all these great guys. He fought his last fight against Bobby Green. He lost in 30 seconds. Uh, I think he just 33 got seconds. 33, 33 seconds. <laughs> and I Don't think make me was... out here sounding like a pussy, man. I can last longer than 30 seconds. Yes. I sound like my wife right now. Hey. Yeah. Now, and I, I'm pretty sure you just got caught, right? I mean, yeah, I think it. it <clears throat> yeah, I, I got hit with a punch. I thought that. Uh, I thought that I did everything right, and and he he slipped my jab and and caught me with a, a straight cross and just put me down. Man, it happens. Did you um? Did you? But no, but no you weren't out cold, right? It, it was a good stoppage. It was one of those things where it was like, uh, I remember thinking, okay, I'm gonna throw jab overhand because he's like leaning back too much, and I'm gonna really step in hard on my jab. And then as I was stepping in, like just flashed and all of a sudden I was like looking at the ground and I was like oh no man I got knocked out that's terrible and then I heard this like thud thud and I was like what is that and I realized <laughs> it was him the, the top of my head and I was like oh shoot the fight's not over and my head, <laughs> what are you doing I'm dead like save me like what are you <laughs> doing bro uh but yeah it was you know, a learning experience. It was my first UFC main event, so that kind of sucks mm. going out like that. But it is what it is, man. Don, has ever happened to you, Don? I don't know. Has what ever happened to me? Have you ever uh, <laughs> been like knocked out or knocked down, and you hear thud, 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 and it's your, it's like your head? 
Yeah, of course. Yes, of course. <laughs> and then what? Ha- and then how did you deal with it, Don? Both both wedding nights that happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Grant. So how did you deal with it? Because I know you got a lot of hate. People were like, "You fucked up my parlay." People were oh, shit on you on your Instagram. How did you deal with all this? Well, I mean, they shit on me when I win too. So it's you know <laughs> not much yep. change. Uh, it, I really don't give a shit what, what other people think, you know, my wife still loves me. My coaches still think, uh, I'm, I'm one of the best in the world and I, I still believe I'm going to be a world champion. So I don't really give a crap yeah. about these other guys. Um, not to like shift things, but Islam Makashev got knocked out by a guy and then that guy went on a seven fight losing streak. So like it can happen to anybody. Um, it yeah. wasn't my first loss, and I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's not going to be my last. If you do this game long enough, which I plan to do, you're going to run into those fights. You're going to lose fights you should have won. You're going to win fights you should have lost, and I'm I'm ready for all of it. I didn't I didn't get yeah. into this sport to be undefeated and perfect. Mm-hmm. If I did, I wouldn't have joined the UFC because it's almost impossible to be perfect in the UFC. What did your coach say to you afterwards? Man, they were just, they were, it it was one of those things where it's like, we can't even take something away from this. We can't even like, you know, like, oh, well, we need to really work on this, dude. You you got caught in 33 seconds. So it's just like, and it's actually quite funny. My, my two losses, both of them are to strikers, Southpaws and black, which is weird. And they both knocked me out in. 33 seconds and 30 seconds. So well, listen, I mean, I, I've watched almost all your fights and I know you're going to be a world champion. Like that. You're like the perfect fighter. You have your wrestling is top notch. Your striking is top notch. Your cardio is top notch. Jiu-jitsu is top notch. You know, I think just you got to work. I, and even like that punch, it goes in like the top of the head or it was like the back of the Like your equilibrium. I don't even think it was right. your jaw, right? Was it your jaw or was it was like the top? Well, the, the, the straight punch was, was nose, like right on the bridge of my nose, at least from the video. And that's what hurt when I got out of the cage was right here, hurt really bad. So I'm assuming that's where he landed. And then the top part was equilibrium. And like, that's what that thud, thud, thud was, you know? Um, it, it's, it's just one of those things, man. You, you got caught, you move on. Well, yeah. I mean, do, you, do you feel that same thing if you fought him ten times, nine times out of ten, you're going to win, and that a, a, a striker that gets lucky is that the feeling? Well, I'm I'm not I'm not a big believer in luck. I don't really, you know. I made a read. His he made a read. His read was right. Mine was wrong. Um, I do think if we fight, you know, ten times, I think I beat him ten with a remainder of one and. Uh, you know, but who who knows, man? Maybe he beats me ten times in a row. We, I don't know. Like, I don't. I didn't get into the sport to beat Bobby Green. I got into the sport to be a world champion, and there are going to be bumps and bruises along the way. Uh, my my plan right now is to get another fight signed, win that fight, and then move on towards uh, the belt. I, I don't. If they offer Bobby again, I'm I'm absolutely down for that. But I'm not going to be calling him out. I don't really give a shit about you know fighting. I have to fight Bobby. I have to show like this was a mistake. Like I don't care about any of that, man. I I want to yeah. be the champion, and I'm going to lose again along the way. So I'm going to be ready for that too. I'd avoid contact for the first 35 seconds, you know, and then. <laughs> well, see, that was kind of the problem was, is I was avoiding a lot. I was kind of running away like, hey, don't get hit, don't get hit. And then the first time mm. I went in, put me down, you know. 
Maybe I just need to like fake a glove touch and then shoot. I would not do that. Uh, now, Don, have you heard? Have you ever met Vince McMahon, Don? No. Yeah, I met him twice. Um, shook his hand, said hi, and apparently I didn't impress him enough to for him to offer me a job. So, right. <laughs> did, was he ever at one of your wrestling matches, or did he ever see you wrestle? No, no. So okay, so not that I'm this, aware of. So all this crazy stuff's coming on about how he's sex has been sex trafficking. Uh, it's a crazy, weird story. I don't know if you heard the story where, like, he hired a girl that was down on her luck and then was basically paying her $3 million to have sex with some of the wrestlers. And one of them, like... Is he hiring for that position? Jesus. <laughs> oh, my but only, God. But he only gave doesn't her... doesn't have to be a scandal. Just call me. But he only gave yeah. her a million. And then there's, like, I don't know, all kinds of crazy stuff. One of them was Brock Lesnar, allegedly. All this is allegedly. But allegedly... He had a threesome where he shit on her head. Have you seen this? Jeez. No. At least, at least shit in her mouth. What is wrong with you, Vince? Well, you think that was on purpose or because he's just old? And I mean, because <laughs> like, that could have been like, but he also had his uh, sex toys that he would name yeah. after the wrestlers. So he would name the black ones after the black guys and the white no way. in the New York Post. So I said, like, I would hate to see Sar Sergeant Slaughter, you know? Um, but. <laughs> Uh, Don, is this according to this? one source? How many people are, are are contributing to this article? It was in the New is York one Post. woman. That, yeah, the woman said that he would use this different sex toys named after the wrestlers. Um, yeah. Don, you ever use a, se <laughs> a sex toy on anybody? No, no. <laughs> Never had one used on me either. <laughs> so. out. Grant, what about you? <laughs> I said, Don, you're missing out, bro. Oh, so great. Yeah, it's okay. Grant, you ever use sex toys with your wife? Yeah, why not? All right. And then uh, Bill? Yeah. I love being pegged. Is that what we're talking about? No? Anyway, no. I, I prefer... Uh, thank I prefer God I'm not the only one. <laughs> I prefer to keep uh, latex out of the bedroom on all costs. Dude, there was a girl one time who was on the show Survivor. I'm not going to say her name. She's very hot. And uh, she, we were hooking up. And she put this, like, vibrating condom on me. Like, uh -huh. so, like, it's a like... vibrating condom? Yeah, so it was a condom, and it vibrates in her, right? And then it was like had like a. I think we got that from vibrating condom. Like, yeah, I think right, and it had like, together. but I had like a remote to it, and like you could like. Play. Oh. But and at first I was like really, but then I realized that like this didn't come unwrapped, like like I I don't even so know. It was reusable. Yeah, I think I might have. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's not a bird. It's not a plane. It's a ball trimmer sent from space. Gentlemen, our friends over at Manscaped have been working night and day to bring you a below-the-waist grooming experience like none other with their brand-new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra featuring the Lawnmower 5.0. We're talking about a next-generation trimmer with interchangeable blade heads for whatever shave your mind can imagine. That's right. Upgrade your grooming game to the Ultrasphere this year by going to manscaped.com. For 20% off, plus free shipping with code MMA Roasted. High tech for low places, Manscaped. I'm telling you, people, I use Manscaped all the time. My balls feel amazing. Amazing. Okay. If you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend and they put their balls, you or you put your balls in their mouth, okay, or they put their balls in your mouth, whatever it is, okay. You want your balls, you want them, you want them shaved. You want them feeling good. It's just, 
It's a whole new experience, okay? AI is cool, but I think this might be the biggest technological advancement the world has seen in the past decade. Now, every man knows how scary it is when going for a close shave. Oh my God, I've I've cut myself. It's it's horrible. And then the whole day you're like, ugh, just just not feeling good. It just just shaving like your your balls are just ugh. It's and you're wearing boxers and it's just going against you. And you're like, ugh, not good, not good. Okay, their fifth generation trimmer features two interchangeable next gen skin safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top. And a new foil blade for go smooth whenever your heart desires. Okay, I'm telling you. They also have the Weed Whacker 2.0, which features skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Very delicate. Okay, so get 20% off plus free shipping with the code MMAROASTED at manscaped.com. 20% off plus free shipping with the code MANSCAPED at, no, with the code MMAROASTED at manscaped.com. I promise you, you've never seen a ball trimmer look like a spaceship. Get yours today with our folks at Manscaped. You're, people, you're going to thank me when you have nice, shaved balls that feel really good. Check it out. Manscaped. <laughs> I think I, I, I might have had someone sperm on my dick after. Like, I'm like, oh my know, God. I don't know if she watched this. Like, it just, after, <laughs> I started thinking about that during, right afterwards, and it killed everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> during, you were able to block it out of your head, but after, yeah. you're like, ah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that, it was, it was, it was crazy. Um, by the way, so I was, uh, I was driving yesterday, and I had my kid in the backseat of the car. And I was talking to this girl about about booking something. And I'm like, yeah, let's get a new date uh, for the show. And she's like, okay, how about this date, blah, blah, blah. And then we hang up. And then my daughter goes, daddy, you only date mommy. You can't go on dates. Aww. You're married. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm not, not that kind of date. Like she was... She had my she had my wife's back. Uh, so did it did it oh like did it take you a second to realize that she wasn't talking about your actual dates? She was talking <laughs> about the phone conversation, and yes. you were like, "Oh my god, how did you know? Oh, oh no, yeah, no, different date." Yes, it, it did because okay. I was no, I, that that happened, and then she um, I, I got a, a pretty bad argument with my wife the other day, and then we we like made up, but then I was I told Violet, I'm like, "Hey, sometimes mommy and daddy fight, but we love each other." And we we, 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 I apologize to her. And she goes, I didn't hear you say you were sorry. Oh, I was like, wow. I had to say it in front of her. Like I had to like, okay. And then yeah. I was like, yeah. Sorry for calling you a cunt, you know, seven, <laughs> times. Uh. Um, so, and then, uh, we have our big wrestling tournament this week and, um, Man, like this. My, first of all, it's not even fair. So, like they, the way they do it is like a kid could the, the school could enter as many kids as they want. So we have you know fifteen kids in the team. Shamanad has forty, and they all get points. So they're gonna win regardless because they're just gonna rack up points. It's, so it's not like a regular tournament because they get points for every match they have. Like they could wrestle each other. Right. So that's fucking bullshit. Um. And then I haven't even been there to really coach. Luckily, the other coach came back, the guy who got fired because he got kicked out of New Jersey for having a rage problem. Um, for oh, yelling, wow. For like yelling too much at the kids. And then then I hired him. him. Then he was the high school coach, but he was the girls' JV softball coach. And he got mad and threw a bat and hit a girl on the leg, like in second base <laughs> with a baseball bat. Oh, so, God. Was the girl on his team? Yes. 
So Oh, see, that's just yeah, that's not good. So now he's back, but he's actually a really good. You know what's crazy? So one of the coaches we had was the uh, guy, the guy you're hiring. Well, there was another coach who wanted the coach, but he he he's a gay porn star. So I, I couldn't clear him with the school, right? He like uh, um, but he's a, but he was wrestling a gets enough bad publicity as it is. Okay, like yeah, I'm I'm for hiring the rage coach instead of the gay coach. Like, come on here. Well, he's a four time national qualifier G one, and he actually beat. He he's a wrestler that beat what's his name? He beat uh Chaos Williams in MMA. The guy's a great um wrestler and a great fighter, but he uh he just does gay porn. Um so he, he <laughs> just, for, up, just for the money. He's not gay, he just does it for the money. No, he's gay. Yeah. So I couldn't get him for the school. And then another guy, Jay Moore, I don't even want to talk about that. And then Mayhem, like I go, Mayhem's the most qualified coach. But but I, I couldn't hire Mayhem anyway because the last time Mayhem made a speech to the kids was like seven years ago, and uh, a week later he was naked in a church. So I can only imagine. Wait, are you are you talking about Jason Mayhem Miller? Yeah, yeah. 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 Though all of those kids would be on drugs after the second practice. <laughs> yeah, you did a good job. Not how where where do you live? How can you not find a wrestling coach where you live? Do you live in Alaska? <laughs> Southern California. My man, bro, you can throw a quarter out a window and hit five wrestling coaches before no, it hits the that's ground. Only, in that's California. in like Huntington. That's like Orange County, where I live, like by Brentwood. Uh, well, I live in the Valley, so I gotta drive an hour there. It's actually hard. Like my my other guy is great, but he's like an ex Chippendale, uh, may have been a leg breaker, um, comedian, and he didn't pass the background check because. 15, I mean, not at my uh, school because 20 years ago, somebody at the gym was hitting on him and he threw a weight at him or something and, and hit him. Or so, I don't know. He got arrested. So he uh, he's 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 my coach, but he actually they tried to hire him over at Harbor Westlake and uh, which is like the <clears throat> super private school, like hundred thousand dollars a year to go there. And he didn't pass the background check, um, which I was happy. Uh, they, they stole him for a week from me and I was coaching against him. He was our coach a week before. And I, so his name is Aldo. So I kept yelling during the match, do the Aldo double, do the Aldo yeah. single. Yeah. It was, um, it was the other guy. And then, uh, and then, and then halfway through the match, he, he like hands me and the other guys, I guess he had extra Viagra. He goes, Hey man, here's some Viagra for later for you and your wife. I'm like, dude, we're in a middle school wrestling coach. You can't hand me Viagra here. This is fucking like, <laughs> not the best time. I mean, who doesn't have Viagra in their pockets just in case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, what did you want? Did you want some fucking uh, some Molly or what? You know, jeez. I didn't want. Well, he he got in trouble. He had to take a a course, a sensitivity course, because I guess everybody has to nowadays. Fucking a bunch of pussies. Well, I guess a couple well, a couple years ago, there was a there was three kids named Eric on the team, and he called one kid White Eric, one kid Black Eric, and one kid Mexican Eric. And then, the okay. Way to so what's Eric. the problem? Well, the what's the team, fucking problem? The whole team was calling the kid Black Eric, right? So then he gets an email from from the mother, a text saying, "Hey, why is everyone calling my son Black Eric on the team?" <laughs> and then the mom was like, "From South Central." So then he like, "Hey, man, sorry, that won't happen again." And then he his go to emoji is a black thumbs up, and he sent it by accident. Uh, it infuriated the mother even more. <laughs> But then the mother ended up liking him. Don, this is one of your kind of guys. This guy's the best guy. Anyway, <laughs> one of the best uh, 
emails I ever got was from one of the parents because I flipped out on a tournament grant. Like I, I flipped out because they made a bad call and I got I got a point taken away, a team point, which we ended so up So you're losing. a wrestling coach. We ended up That's losing crazy. by a half a point too, which is like kind of my <laughs> anyway. So uh I I apologize to one of the parents, right? I go, hey man, hey, hey Eric, I'm really sorry. <laughs> He goes, hey, man, I love the fact that you stuck up for our kids. We got fucked, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, by the way. Says who Black Harry. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, then, then, then he writes, by the way, did you own, did you count the wrestling scores? By my calculations, we were up four to five before any deductions. Their math doesn't work out. And still a little pissed about those, about those assholes for the team. Imagine paying 45K a year with all those athletic facilities and coaches and some band of public school kids come in and steal your trophy. I don't think I'll ever witness a more satisfying moment than their Aryan poster child captain being pinned by a doughy little Cheshire pit bull straight out of the Ural <laughs> Mountains. That's why wrestling is so great because we had a kid from Cheshire didn't even have wrestling shoes. The kid and uh, and like came in with jeans and was just tossing kids on their heads, like <laughs> to the point where like like I don't even know he didn't know that many. He only knew like whatever wrestling they did over there, like Dagestani wrestling, I guess it's not your regular folk style, but I was like, Hey, the kid's going to stand up on him from top. As soon as he stands up on him, he's just going to launch the kid <laughs> on his back. And like a suplex. Yeah. A suplex. Oh my God. He fucking suplexed him and then pinned them from the suplex. That's exactly what happened. Um, oh my God. <laughs> but the worst Don. So I'm sure Grant, the other team, Shamanad, they're teaching head and arm throws now. Right. Wh which I fucking hate. Because it doesn't work at a higher level. Maybe it will once in a blue moon, but it works in middle school. So now I got to teach the the counter to a head and arm. You know, you know what a head and arm is, right, Bill? Yeah. It's a headlock. You throw it. It's, just, it's like a headlock with a hip throw, right? Yeah. So I'm having the kids st step over, launch, or I'm having them push the elbow up, or I'm having them roll through. But but I only have an I only have them an, an hour a day, twice a week. So I got to spend half the fucking practice going over their counter. Grant, what would you do if you were me? I mean, I I teach them real wrestling, man. Like, who who gives it? Like, how old are these kids? Uh, 11, 12, 13. I mean, yeah, for sure. Like, they they should learn how to you know defend a head and arm. But honestly, like, if 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 it's me, I'm teaching my kids how to wrestle for real and yeah. like more so how to stay away from the position of a headlock, right? Because right. if, if, if you tie up properly, it's really hard to headlock somebody. If you, if you, you know, don't tie up at all, if you shoot from the outside, it's hard to tie up with people or uh, hard to headlock people. But I like teaching people how to be good at their, like, yeah. do what you're going to do. Don't worry yeah. about what other people are going to do. But, yeah. and they're kids, so who cares? It like We had I seven kids in a row get headlocked. Bro, <laughs> listen, listen, I get that. But listen, man, nobody is more violent than a parent at a kid's wrestling tournament <laughs> where nothing matters. Like, this kid is going to get pinned, and the only person who's going to remember it tomorrow is going to be you, and you're freaking out about this. Like, yeah. you guys are so <laughs> crazy. Like, just let these kids do their yeah. thing, man. Yeah, I used yeah. to I used to coach uh, little kids wrestling, and it was it's terrible. It's awful. I hated it. <laughs> really? I hated it. I loved the kids. Hated yeah. every single parent. Oh, yesterday in practice, we had a kid go to his back, and he tapped out. He tapped and I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, did you just tap? <laughs> Wrong sport. 
I'll, I'll, I, I go 50 sprawl. Uh, you, you fucking I, I, right away. I made him do 50 sprawl. And then the other kid goes, I go, why are you? And then, of course, the, you know, I, I have the kids sprawl with their chest on the mat. But everyone, but other coaches have them do hip sprawls. But it's a lot easier to do the hip sprawls than to have your chest in the mat when you're landing, you know? Um, so like burpees? Yeah, base, well, not burpees, but like you hit your chest in the mat, you, yeah. come, you bounce back yeah. up. But other kids are just feeling like right and left, but then the kids are barely doing it or their legs are crossing over. <clears throat> and I was like, hey, why are you not doing it right? He's like, it's hard. I'm like, <laughs> I go, life is hard. Like, like a Candace Owens said, get a fucking helmet if life is hard. You know, like, <laughs> give me a, I couldn't believe the kid tapped. I, I was just like. Kid thought he was playing soccer. Oh man! Yeah, right, uh, right. So uh, this week, are you going to watch the fights this week? Yes, sir. Uh, does anyone know about the fights this week? Don, yeah. yeah. Who is it? <laughs> Grant, uh, we'll see if you know any any of these people. Um, uh, by the way, Kayla Harrison got signed by the UFC, and yep. she, can she make one thirty five? Give us the exclusive. I would assume so. You That's know, she's teammate, not the right? type of girl. She's not the type of girl that does stuff, you know, emotionally or on a whim. Uh, I I think that she should be able to make the way pretty easily. And honestly, I think she has a tougher fight than um, the champion. So if she wins against uh, Holly Holly Holm, which I think she will, I think she's pretty much already the champ. Yeah, I I agree. I I just hope she doesn't get uh, depleted because she's so good, but she's also a big, strong girl. I like she doesn't look. But she was saying the girls in the PFL were like 180. They were weighing in at 145 and, and fighting at, and weighing in at 180. All right. So Roman Dolitz versus Nazarene Amavov. Do we know these guys, Grant? Yeah. I mean, not personally, but I, I study them. Who's going to win this fight? Uh, I believe Roman is going to win the fight. Um, he, he's a much better grappler. He's a very good, uh, very, very good grappler, and he's he's tough as nails. Like he's very durable. He's tough as nails. He's not afraid to get in the pocket and throw. Um, I do think he will eventually get him down and and win by submission. Got it, mm. uh, Bill. Do we know these guys? Well, just tell me what countries they're from, and I'll make a, a, a supposition based on their race. That <laughs> which will be better? Like, are what are, are any of them Dagestani? Because I'll vote for the Dagestani guy. Roman is from Georgia, and, okay, uh, and Nasordine is from Russia. Mm, that's a tough one. Very close. But Nasser Dean's not a wrestler. He's a striker. Oh, okay. The wrestler wins. Uh, Drew Dober, who's probably the best-looking guy in the UFC. If Great Drew guy. Dober was taller, none of us would get laid. <laughs> <laughs> He's fighting Hanato Moicano, who uh, I teammate. thought was, I... That, When I saw the guy beat Cub Swanson and Calvin Qatar, I'm like, I don't think this guy is going to lose. And then he lost to Aldo, lost to Korean Zombie. Then he's so just, he's better looking than Ortega? Uh, better looking? Oh, no, yeah. uh, definitely not. What? Uh, he lost to Dos Anjos, uh, but he beat Brad Riddell. He's your teammate. How's he looking? Oh, I look, I know both of these guys really well because m me and Drew are both from Nebraska. So we like, I knew him when I was an amateur fighter and uh, we, we did, we never like trained together, trained together, but like we would talk about training together all the time. Super nice guy. Um, Moicano is my teammate, and I'm I'm gonna say it. I think that Moicano is gonna beat him fairly easily. I think that it's a, a pretty much a lock. And I love Drew to death. Mm -hmm. I I really do. But I think Moicano is just on another level. Got it, Don Fry. 
I don't know either, Bert. Uh, mu- all right, Muslim Salikov, who's nineteen and four versus Randy Brown. Randy Brown's the guy that like knocks people out like from bottom, like elbows, from, like he's crazy uh, creative and stuff. But he he's been uh, he's been you know one other guy who's he beat Wellington Terman, he lost to Jack Della Maddalena, beat Ronaldo, beat Chaos Williams, beat Jared Good and oh, so he's won like his last six out of seven. Who wins this fight? Grant Dawson. Uh, I'm gonna go with Muslim. Do you know him? No, I do not. But I, I mean, I know, like, I don't know him personally, but like, I know his his fights and stuff. Yeah. I think I think it's a really close fight, but I think Muslim's gonna win. And then uh, Molly McCann, Meatball Molly, is taking on Diana Belbita. She beat her before. Meatball Molly is the girl that's like sponsored by Barstool Sports. She's amazing when she fights over in England. Uh, she's like. I think she broke her arm the last time. She got like her arm like broken against. Uh, Whoa. Uh, yeah. It was Why like, is she called Meatball? I don't know. They call her Molly Meatball. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, yeah, this card isn't that great on paper. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't really know a lot of these guys. But that means, I mean, that that means nothing. I mean, that because yeah. those are the best ones. Um, so Tyron Woodley is mad at. At Cowboy Cerrone because they got paid the same, um, and Woodley was like, "Cowboy never even made go- won the gold, never came close." Look, I like Tyron Woodley a lot, but it's about mm. drawing power and who people want to see. Mm. And I think people, more people. I mean, CM Punk got half a million dollars for his first fight. So, yeah. what do you? What do you? They got paid. They're getting paid the same, and what? I guess they made similar money uh, for their for their fights. And Tyron was mad mm. because he was the champion, and Cowboy <sighs> wasn't. But and now neither of them can win a fight. So, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, well, that's why, why they're complaining. I mean, yeah, like why get mad now? Tyron Woodley says UFC paid him similar to Sony. Takes umbrage. Motherfucker never touched gold. That's what he says. Uh, yeah. I w- so I mean, this motherfucker ain't never touched gold in his life. That's just a principal thing. Sometimes when you're African American in the game. They think you should. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck that shit. I'm I'm not appreciative. I'm thankful you gave me the opportunity, but you didn't give me the gifts. God gave me the gifts. I'm thankful to him. I mean, look, I I, I don't think it's because he's black. I think it's because people wanted to see Cowboy just Mm. as much as they wanted to see him. So they paid him the same. Um, It's about drug powder, you know. Uh, At the same time, it's like, you know, should he have been paid more? Sure. Um, What are your thoughts, Grant? You know, it's absolutely not. He shouldn't have been paid more. Um, I I think there was a, a period of time where we had like four black champions, including him, and all very well high paid uh, champions. And he was complaining that he wasn't getting paid because he was black. And it just didn't make any sense to me. And like, you know, I, look, I try to stay away from the, the political talk. I try to stay away from all of that because I'm, I'm not super educated on that kind of stuff. But it's just like, what are you talking about when because we had DC, John Jones. Um, there was there was two more. I can't remember who they were, but they're all very like high paid athletes. And uh, it, it just turned a lot of fans off to him, I think. So yeah. I think yeah. his, his problem wasn't his fighting style. It was his mouth. Right, right, right. Um, so Tyrone has complained yeah. about the, the racial divide divide financially before in the yeah. UFC. Is yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know what? 
you know what? It's your fault for having a bad fucking agent. That's all there is to it. Yeah. You um, I know. Hired it's not about bar, race. You hired a piss poor agent. And, it's not uh, about race. You got to get a Jew as an agent. Come on. Oh, come on. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, I, had a couple, I had a couple and they robbed. They stole a million dollars from me. So that doesn't work. <laughs> no. Thanks, Don. Great. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm really happy I brought this one up. Um, all right. So now, have you guys seen the Elmo thing? No. All right. Have you Is seen he black or Jewish? Uh, so Elmo, <laughs> Elmo writes on Twitter, just checking in. How's everyone doing? Right. That's what Elmo writes. <laughs> and just got America's struggling, Elmo. My dog, just someone said, my dog rolled around in goose poop. Thanks for asking. Uh, this guy wrote, my wife left me. My daughters don't respect me. My job is a joke. Any more questions, Elmo? Jesus, man. Uh, so, <laughs> Elmo, we are tired. Uh, the world is burning. Uh, somebody said like $10,000 or your fish gets it. It, it just it just keeps... <laughs> Elmo, I'm still suffering from an existential dread over here. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I'm in a really good place. That was from Chance the Rapper. Elmo, get out of here. It's not safe. Uh, Oscar was right. <laughs> Um, it just kept going, um, like, uh, hit this fucking blunt Elmo, uh, <laughs> Elmo sold me fentanyl behind target. It's just, <laughs> oh, Elmo, I'm Elmo had a MAGA hat on and put a noose around my neck and, um... <laughs> oh my God, it's funny. So what is Elmo's opinion on late-term abortion? I mean, it just keeps <laughs> it, it just keeps going. Um, I'm sure he's pretty sure that one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I feel like we all died in 2020. Um, it's it just keeps going. Um, like it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man. <laughs> that is funny. Um, what's Elmo? Do you like X? I'm gonna keep a buck, Elmo. I'm not feeling very cash money. Super Grover. Uh, he needs to know it's not a game. It just keeps going. All right. So that was Elmo. Oh, my God. Um, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So Sam Morrill's a very funny comic. He went on the news uh, a couple of years ago. And this might be one of my favorite news interviews I've ever seen. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, don't worry. I am here for you. Uh, this, <laughs> this is what we talk about here on the podcast. MMA and random shit. Uh, here we go. So Sam Morrill. Funny comic, if you heard of him, he goes on the Pittsburgh Morning News. So, uh, you guys see what happened? Yeah. 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 He said, I wasn't always funny. He got molested by his uncle. His uncle was super funny. And it's like Spider Man. So he was molested by a funny uncle. Uh, I, I think that's brilliant. I, I think that's one of the, and they were like, mm, okay, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> so, all right. What else uh, can we talk about in MMA? Oh, so Jim Mil Dana White said Jim Miller uh, made, made a lot more money. He made millions in the UFC, where in boxing, he would have been a journeyman. And not made as much. And that, um, mm. I think he's kind of right on that. Uh, whereas I think the top 
boxers get paid more, <laughs> obviously a lot more. But it's yeah. like the, but the other guys, the Jim Millers, the the guys rank what six through twenty five get a lot more than they would have because it's not just about the top guys. I mean, if you, if you look at a, a boxing match, sometimes you'll see a a Mayweather card and a guy will get two thousand dollars on the undercard, and that, wow, and that, that and the guy's not getting that. In the UFC, I'm talking about like the first second fight out. Uh, yeah, about that, Grant. I mean, yeah, I think there's a lot of argument about fighter pay and and what they're making, and I think that there's a lot of things that guys don't um, take into consideration when they're saying that they want to get paid more because you know there there's so many things that go behind. If you want to get, if we do get paid more money, there's a lot of consequences that come with that. And the fact that the that MMA outside the UFC is kind of dying right now, it, it's almost a bad idea for us to get paid more. I, I would love to make more money. If somebody came to me and said, hey, you're going to make more money, I'm down. But it's just when you start making NFL level money, there's NFL level expectations that come with that. So I think that people aren't really considering the all of the outcomes of just, Hey, we get paid more, you know, Don. Partner, I, I, I'm in shock that uh, Jim Miller made millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Grand slams, no hitters and double plays are back. That's right. And there's no better place to get on the MLB action than fan duel. America's number one sports book and official partner of Major League Baseball. And guess what, people? New customers in Massachusetts get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston. And finally, you can bet on all your favorite sports from the money line to point spreads to player props and more. I love it, okay? I'm going to bet I'm going to go on FanDuel. So now, bet on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss your chance to get $200 of bonus bets. Win or lose. How great is that? Okay, visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and make every moment more. That's FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. You got to be 21 and older uh, and present in Massachusetts. Okay, your first online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable. And bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Help is here. So is hope. Hope and help. Gamblinghelplinema.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. That's FanDuel. Check it out now. Right now. You want to bet? That's where you go. Uh, I don't know what the fuck happened to my check. Jeez. <laughs> my first, my first uh, tournament in the UFC has guaranteed $500 to walk through the fucking door. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, and and you won the, the fight, biggest right? paycheck. What's yeah, the biggest then I, I won fifty. Won fifty. Yeah, yeah. fifty. Yeah. What's the biggest paycheck I ever got? Yeah, I think three fifty. You know, and nice. when I fought the banner. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh wait, that was the one um where you you the, the number one kickboxer in the world, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Maybe of all time, right? Don yeah, picks yeah. a fight in kickboxing, and he says he's never thrown a kick before, like like the day, <laughs> the day before the fight. So he takes he takes thirty seven Vicodins and, and walks into this fight and doesn't remember what happened. Don't remember a fucking thing. I woke up win? like half. Fuck no! I woke up half hour later. <laughs> In the locker room, I'm sitting next to Bill Goldberg, and I was already showered and clean dressed and everything. Else. What are we doing here? <laughs> oh man, that sounds funny. You think you're time traveling? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, did anyone tell you that coached you and said, "Listen, man, Don, we love you, but you're fighting the number one kickboxer, and you don't know how to kickbox"? Well, I was supposed to fight. <clears throat> Jeez, the fucking ways. I uh, can't remember his name now. Um, I think Ray Seppo. I think it's supposed to fight Ray. And then he didn't make it. So uh, they offered me another 50, you know, to fight the banner. And I said, yeah, sure. Let's do it. I mean, because I had pretty much, that was after, after the um, Takayama fight and I had retired, you know, and then they had, they called up offering money and I turned it down. They offered me more money. I turned it down. Anyways, I was retired in my head, you know, and uh, he retired me physically, you know, after that. <laughs> uh, Grant, when's your next fight? Uh, we don't have a date yet. Um, I think we have an opponent, but we're not sure what the date is going to be. And it's, uh, it's not 100% set yet. All right, but what what month do you think it'll be around? Uh, no later than April. All right, so twenty and two, the comeback. You're right there, man. What do you rank right now? They took so I was ranked number ten when I fought Bobby, and I lost to Bobby, and they took me out of the rankings. Ah, oh. how do you go down? Yeah. How is that even possible? I don't know. I don't know. All right, all right, all right. You know what? I, you know what I'll say though is is they did Matt Favola way dirtier than they did me because Matt beat Drew Dober and Julian Turner, who's ranked number 15 and number 10. He beat both of them. They're both ranked. He lost one fight and they kicked him out of the rankings. Like, so okay. I'm, not too, I'm not too choked up about it. Like, it, it's not hurting my feelings because none All of his right. rankings. Yes. Now, by the way, so you, Bill and, and Don, Grant's always asked me to roast him, right? He's like, you better <laughs> He's the most normal guy I know. He's got a hot wife who who looks like she's eleven, but she's not, I don't know. She's actually like twenty something years old. She's a fighter too. That's what she, we tell people. She needs ACL. <laughs> but if you guys could, uh, next time I promise you, I'm gonna come up with something. Uh, good, well, good. Grant, you got to give Adam some dirt. You got to give him some personal, vulnerable information about yourself that he can work with. What do you want to know? Uh, when were you molested and by who? I think I molested my uncle. Um, <laughs> he molested his uncle. Great. Great. I'm the molester, not the molestee yeah. mother. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, all right. We'll come up with something. I, pr I promise you. Uh, Grant, where can people follow you? Man, uh, if, if you really want to follow me on something, follow me on Instagram. Uh, that's the one I'm on the most. I do have a series on TikTok called How to Make It to the UFC. Uh, using Fight IQ. So if you want to go check that out, that's getting a lot of steam. Um, and I'm, I'm really enjoying doing nice. those videos. So those are the two places. I don't get on Twitter because Twitter's full of a bunch of cocksuckers. 
So yeah. I'm just ready to, to get on those and, and get back into the fight game, man. And then uh, what do you have uh, coming up, uh, Don? Uh, shit. I think, um, I think I may be going out to the Anaheim fight uh, in February. Are you going to be there? Yeah. No, February, no. I'm going to uh, be in uh, <laughs> India. I'm, I'm going to be in India. India? In India. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who willingly goes to India? I'm going with Russell Peters. We're going to South Africa, India. Don't, don't drink the water. E I know. Egypt and then Saudi Arabia. Listen, Terry. Um, so, and then, uh, all right. So, you, and then, uh, Bill, what do you got? All right. So, I have this Wednesday show at the Laugh Factor at 8 o'clock that you say I don't ask you to. That's because you're either on a cruise, on gut bells, or with yeah. Russell Peters all around the world. And you think I got to, like, follow you and then ask you, like, you have an opening, Adam. Please come. Just tell me when you want to do it, and when you can do it, I'll put you on. Deal? Uh, yes. And then we have right now, by the way, uh, we're watching Don Fry fight technique videos. Uh, nice. <laughs> Don, have you seen this? Not for 30 years. <laughs> Whoa. Listen to your body. Sometimes you get up and you say, I'm just too tired. Hey, take the day off. It, nobody's going to sue you for it. You know, it's something you have to listen to your body. You have to be aware. Sometimes you got to take a day off because you have to recuperate, not only physically, but mentally. This stuff will wear on you after a while. All right. Hips. You got to use your legs. That's Are you sure this is Don? This is Don Fright. That's a good looking guy, man. If you Damn. So here we go. I mean, These are some fight techniques. If you go in there and all you have is a throwing dummy or a piece of silly putty, you're not going to be a champion. You need good, strong, tough sparring partners who are going to take care of you. These what? guys don't allow me to get hurt. This fucking guy, this guy turned into a drug addict. Crackhead <laughs> robbed me. <laughs> Wait, hold on. He you're, stole. He stole a fucking 50 caliber Desert Eagle from me. <laughs> what? Wait, this yeah. guy, wait, he was a drug addict that robbed you? Yeah, yeah. This is so, you How know, did he like, have uh, access to your 50 caliber? Probably he, took it off saw, he saw me hiding it, you know, and uh, <laughs> I wasn't aware he was watching me. And uh, so. It's becoming family. And I haven't seen him since. Oh, 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 shit, where we going? Hold on. After we're done with the stretching out routine, um, so Don, you sounded like Mark Ruffalo back then. Stretching's over. Well, let me sound like, better. Just crawling on top, and when they crawl on top, we just lightly roll around. We're rolling around. We're laughing. We're playing. Because this is something. Sounds gay. This really sounds gay. To make sure that you have a good time. While you're working. We're rolling around in a good time, laughing and giggling. If you don't yeah. do you know what you're doing. We tickle each other. We lick each other's balls. Experience, and you don't get worked out on it. What I'm doing here is I'm stretching out. I'm warming the muscles. What? What I'm going to be getting into is doing this hard. Right now. When do you I'm come? All the muscles I can. I don't know. After the moment. <laughs> oh, now he's going to come. Oh, there you go. Takes a while longer. I, you know, I don't shoot off like you. Fun games, people. <laughs> I'll say shot to the rib. I may say hammer strike to the head. I may say headbutt, but I never make contact. If you ever go into a dojo and you see two guys on the ground, one guy's on top of him, punching away, 
Grab your gear and get out of there. Find someplace else. Because whoever's running the dojo is an idiot. You're going to be involved. In Safety first. How many? This man breaks my arm. Don, how many times does that happen when you walk into a dojo and people are punching each other? In the face? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Fuck. Wait, who's I, this? Who's I, this? Where this guy come from? Hold on. Start all over again. Update. Great. What is that fucking Chris Farley? <laughs> yeah, that's Chris Farley. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, there we go. Nice. Great. Who's that guy? That's Rich Moreno. <laughs> Rich, that's a tough motherfucker, man. I'm telling you. He's 330 pounds, but he's a tough motherfucker. He's a, he's a judocon. Oh, oh yeah. Wait now, wait. Right. What happened? Did, wait, did, every, did everyone leave? Yeah, I turned him into a, a throwing dummy. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see the I'm magic. I'm using exactly. magic too. Motherfucker knows alchemy now. Yeah. <laughs> when did you go from sound like Mark Ruffalo to Tom Waits? When did that happen? That's what you need to do. You're trying to shorten the time of recuperation. All right. What we're going to do here now is we're going to work from the clinch. We're in a clinch situation. What I'm going to do is I'm going to try to get away. Whatever it takes. He starts up. Simulate knees. Break out. Comes up. Like a needs. I know Andy's shorter than I am. I know that his arms are not as long as my torso. I step back, breaking his hole. He owns a Desert Eagle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you got to keep an eye out on that. Fucking A. Oh, God. Now what? That's why I never feel a kid. After the gym, I roll around with my buds. Boom. After that, I go home. <laughs> working this bag, not only work, you develop power, but you also develop the speed that's necessary. Cal's going to come in. Cal's going to hold the bag so that we don't have to chase the bag. This is also a very heavy bag. Hard, so I'm not going to hit it hard. Is that I, Kyle Worsham? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, that dude's a pretty, that dude's a, a legend, right? Yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. Yeah, back he was a good I had guy. my hand operated on. I broke it against Tank Abbott or against Gary Goodridge. We don't know. We haven't decided which one it was. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you haven't decided who you broke your hand with? <laughs> no, dude, no. <laughs> it, it was good fights. It was a, it was a long night. Saw, that was the last time you saw this. And fucking when I made it. I just, whenever I made it. <laughs> did you know this is on YouTube? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna uh, play. We're gonna play one more minute of this. This is great. Technique factor, as you see. I'm loading up with the power <laughs> punch. When I hit the power punch, it's a straight punch. See my hips move. I pivot on my feet. I just don't come in here, punch like this. This is a technique. This is a technique drill. It's also a conditioning drill. You do this for an hour, it's going to wear on you. I protect myself at all times. As you see, even just standing here talking to you. When I throw my power punch, my left hand doesn't drop. 
All right, Grant, you hear that? Much like this. There's no reason. Grant, you hear that? Don't drop your hand. Yeah. Got it. Okay. All right. Don't Nick, drop it. Punch like you this. said if you That's for an hour, training. you're gonna be tired. I get tired after ten minutes of that. Gee. <laughs> <laughs> you did this just first. watching it, listening to the bullshit. I was making this shit up as I was going along. <laughs> really? Were you really? Yeah. That's ninety-five percent of technique videos. But but I feel like this is all true, right? I mean, Grant, is everything Don's saying here true? Grant? Sure. <laughs> oh, no. All right, hold on. Oh, wow. That's, that's some good speed right there. I'm protecting myself at all times. I come in with that power punch. I want to leave with a jab. Yep. Boom. Boom. Got to protect yourself on the way out as well as the way in. What I want to do is I want to protect my chin. I want to protect my ribs. I'm not Oh, good. Don, I freaking love these, by the way. And by the way, yeah. this, this is only volume one. There's actually... <laughs> like 20, right? <laughs> yeah, there's 20. There's vo volume 13. There's there's all kinds of ones. So uh, every week we're going to go over one of Don Fry's technique videos uh, for Jeez. the piece. All right. Listen, you guys are great. I love you guys. Have a great week. Thanks for doing the podcast. You guys are the best. Good luck. Take Have a good week. Thank you, man. Cheers.